he's yeah she's on top of him she's riding him and then she pulls off and then yeah like actually fairly impressively directs a three to four second long stream directly into his mouth like yeah it's it's like they've practiced this several times like it seems like the kind of thing that would take several takes to to that would be difficult for a man i think even with a penis to like get it aimed that well right Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We're a show that claims to talk about sex and relationships, but predictably mostly focuses on the former. I'm Keith, my co-host is Mike, and together we form a dynamic duo of cisgendered white hetero men with completely unique and profound perspectives on matters of the flesh. We think we're amusing and mildly informative. Hopefully you do too. And if you do, we'd appreciate it if you could rate, review, and subscribe. We famously offer $10 to anyone who provides us feedback. Even so, we receive shockingly little feedback given our listener count. One wonders what we'd have to offer. Um, in any case, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at ymmvpod at gmail.com. Um, okay, Mike. Uh, our continued inability to escape from the topic of anal sex appears to be putting off some listeners. What do you yeah, think some, about some negative feedback there? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about creating a special segment called Fecal Matters and <laughs> moving such discussions to the end of each episode? Yeah. I mean, I think that's a great idea. Um, yeah. Okay. We have a topic here today if we have time. It's yeah. pretty amusing, but yeah, no, no promises. Uh, I've also received some feedback on. Uh, the porn we watched at the beginning of our last episode. Um, one person said it was too surgical, but three others reported thinking it was pretty entertaining. Uh, one person in particularly noted that they really enjoyed your narration. So maybe we should make that a regular segment too. Yeah. I'm trying to understand surgical though. What does that even mean? I think she thought it was we our our approach was too engineering like too analytical and not i'm not sure what she wow. was looking for but then she's looking in the wrong she's looking at the wrong podcast that's what, <laughs> that's literally what we're here for is to we want to really understand what's going on in these situations and i mean yeah i understand like people want these things to be matters of the heart and i actually respect that but that's just not our job <laughs> Right. Yeah, it wasn't exactly the sexiest analysis of of porn. I mean, porn isn't romance. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think it can be for women. It can be for men, too. You know, there's there is, the trope about, you know, lighting the candles and, you know, putting on the music and that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a subreddit that I go to occasionally uh, called, uh, what is it, Chick Flicks with three X's? Mm, yes. You know this one? I've been there as well, yeah. Okay. And uh it's yeah, it is women, but honestly it's it's sort of curated by women and I think there's some there's some notion of making it more Well you should say what it is. You should say oh, what it's it is. just it's basically porn uh selected, chosen by women for women and, and women commented on it. Of course, basically, as far as I can tell, constantly I've never done this, but constantly it's invaded by men. Uh, who want to sort of like take it over and be like, no, no, check out this or whatever, and they right, get right. kicked off. So they have all these rules to stop that. Right. Um, I would say that like generally, actually, I think their selections are decent. Uh, I'm a, sort of a fan of it. 
there's some stuff, it's, but it's not – the thing I was going to say is it's not primarily romance-driven as much as just like female – like things that make sense that a woman would like. And so for example – Yeah, what are some of the themes? Well, one of the things that I don't find as compelling as a man is when they have long clips of a woman receiving oral, which I – yeah, I mean it's it, – like just it's just the problem is I look I mean maybe to a woman it's extremely arousing for a guy it's like look it's just I mean, may, honestly maybe it's the equivalent of what a woman experiences when she watches a blowjob video it just seems like repetitive which is exactly what women say about blowjob videos now that I think sure. about it so yeah there you go um, other than that I mean they they tend to have stuff that's like a more a little more realistic which is my my cup of tea and that's why I've visited okay that so one. less professional more amateur more the woman seeming like she actually she's actually enjoying it yeah and there's but there's one other thing that I find bothersome and I think you probably would too which is that they there's also a tendency there's a strain in there of them liking these like hyper dominant kind of really well built kind of muscular men and that just that just intimidates me. I don't want to watch porn that intimidates me, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Yeah, there's there's probably something about uh, the man focusing on the woman that is more important for women when watching porn than it is for men. Well, and uh, but also like a guy who's just strong, big, but also like like a lot of times like tattooed, like sort of this sort of kind of countercultural looking guy. There's some there's some type of guy. You'd have to go there and sort of watch, but there's some type of guy they like that I I, I frankly find intimidating. So it's not my favorite. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this is our 20th episode. Are we doing anything? Yeah. Ha- happy it's not birthday. Happy happy anniversary. Happy something. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad we've been able to provide so many people with so much uh, useful useful knowledge. Yeah. We're really doing God's work here. I Um, think we are. I think we are. (laughs) Okay. So do you have a a porn for us to watch here? Well, yeah. I mean, we've got a, we've got a clip here. So the goal here is really to find something that's um, illuminating, different, something that maybe people wouldn't have seen all the time. And you have not watched it yet, right? I have not. I have it. I have it queued up here. I made sure it buffered. How long, how long is this clip? It's like 25 seconds and then probably loops or something. Okay. We should, we should try to sync. Are you, are you ready to go? Uh, yeah. I'm All right. Click play. Three. And we will, as before, we will put this in the show notes so people can follow along with us. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. Three, two, one, click. All right. So it's a woman riding a man. She's kind of squeaking, making kind of, oh, she's, she's kind of moaning. And now she stands oh. up and she's peeing in his mouth. And she says, eat that pussy to him. And now she's sitting on his face, but she peed directly in his mouth. (laughs) And now she's looking at the camera expectantly, sort of like grinding against his face a little. And that's the end. And now we're looping. Okay. That's not where I thought this was going to (laughs) go. It seems like she's really enjoying, we're watching it again because it loops. It seems like she's really enjoying it grinding on him, like maybe that's getting her somewhere. But then suddenly she stops, pulls off of him and just clearly, in my view, urinates in his mouth. Is okay. that your take too? <laughs> it, it is. Um, I think I think she is squirting. Now, uh, there is a lot of debate about what constitutes squirting versus peeing. Uh, and 
typically squirting does not look like this. Typically squirting is more bursty, right? <laughs> look, so yeah, so I mean I, I obviously picked this for a reason. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know yeah, I know where this is going, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean like this is and the reason I picked it is because it's uh it's yeah, and of course the language I used, maybe it's almost like we should each narrate it once. And then like play for the listeners, both narrations, because you obviously would have picked, I'm guessing you would have picked in the moment, the term squirting. And I didn't because that's not the word I would use for what happened here. But also I mean, like, to be, to be clear, like, yeah, let me just like try to describe. So she, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, she's on top of him. She's riding him and then she pulls off and then, yeah, like actually fairly impressively directs yes. a three to four second long stream directly into his mouth like yeah it's, it's like they've practiced this several times it is like, you'd imagine even like the with kind the of thing that would take several takes to, to right. that would be difficult for a man i think even with a penis to like get it aimed that well right and i would imagine for a woman it's like that's like a, a party trick right there yeah well and anyway she she pulls it off um but it's it's like a it's like a rope it's like it's like a it's a stream it's not it's not like convulsions or something Right. I mean, this is, this is the point is that this like, to me, and by the way, these videos that, that I'm sourcing here are, have a lot of views. All right. These aren't just like some weird fetish site that I go to. Like these are, this is pretty mainstream, honestly. And I, I, so I say that because I think that this is enjoyed by men who think this is a normal female (laughs) orgasmic behavior to pop off the guy's penis and just have something squirt out all over the place, it, which is odd to me because it's I not, don't, I don't yeah. like, okay. I, I want to differentiate between squirt and so squirt to me implies, I mean, it's a loaded term, but it implies something that's bursty. And what this is doesn't, it's, it's something, it's something different. It, the verb squirting doesn't evoke what i what i think i'm seeing in this video like a squirt you're imagine like a squirt the word squirt to me thinks makes me think of a squirt gun which i think is sort of yes yeah 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 yeah. you pull the trigger like four times right you know and it and it it squirts several times this is this is just like a A stream stream. yes this is just peeing well i you're so cautious. You're so politically correct. Here. I'm struggling with my words here because I, I'm fairly sure most people's take would be that this is some sort of normal female ejaculation behavior. You think so? I don't know. I, I mean, this know. is okay. Hang on, hang on. Uh, this is obviously. I mean, I picked this one partly because I thought this was obviously like there's no like I like there are there are porns where. <laughs> The woman is trying. In my, okay, my view. I'll just be clear, and I think I've done this in previous episodes. My my view is it's always pee. It could be incontinence. In other words, it could be involuntary. But it's look, it's pee. But um, the there are, the people make more of an effort in a porn. Oh, and sorry, there's another thing I want to say, which is that in porn, typically the woman is not particularly aroused, or you know, it's yeah, the woman's not necessarily like sexually. Okay, so enjoying so, the situation. Okay, so you're making you're making two arguments here. One is that it's P. I think yes, that is likely the case. You know, it could be mixed <laughs> with with. Well, it could be mixed with like lubrication fluid. Oh, but of course, yeah, like, of course. Yeah, you know, like it's it's ninety x percent urine. Correct. Um, and then two, you're arguing that 
uh, the peeing behavior does not 100% correlate. In fact, I think you're arguing it rarely correlates, especially in porn, with an actual orgasm by the woman. I think that in real life, you have women who might have some pee slip out because they have a bunch of muscular contractions down there. And that, that I, that's perfectly believable to me. Well, there's probably a range, Mike, right? Like I think most don't at all. And Mm -hmm. some probably do, you know, like, I don't know how many standard deviations out you need to get, but like there's some distance away from, from average whereby people probably could have like violent contractions that cause or tempt them or force them to shoot out urine. Yes. Yes. Okay. That all is very. All right. So we're haggling over, you know, so, so we're, we're negotiating over uh, what's, what's normal, what's a little bit abnormal and what's basically acting and intentionally peeing in order to, you know, provide a scene for a, a pornographer. That's right. And and I thought that this scene was a great exemplar of the situation where it's just clearly this is this this to me is like the interesting part of it is like I'm imagining this scene from the woman's perspective and let me just say what I see going on here is that the woman is on top of the man being penetrated but so he's you know the man is having sex you know his penis is going in and out of a woman's vagina he's enjoying that however much a porn star does yeah that's not what she's doing at all. She's not having sex. She's sitting there thinking to herself, I have to pee in like 30 seconds for this director. It's like it's like trying to cry on stage for a, yes. for a stage actor. Yes. And I'm imagining that she's like, okay. So in, 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 I, I, not having those parts of the anatomy, I would imagine, I mean, for a man, okay. For a man, if somebody said to you, look, here's what you need to do, Keith. We're going to give you $10,000 to appear in our porn. And all you have to do is fuck this girl pull out in the middle and pee within five seconds. And I think you couldn't. <laughs> I think you'd be like, keep your money. I can't do it. Right? I mean, it'd be very difficult to do that. Even now they'd say, hey, hey while yeah, you're thrusting, I, you can be preparing to pee, but you, it must be only within five seconds of when you no, pull there's out. There's no way. I'm certain I could not do that. I can't, I can't really pee when I'm running or cycling. Can you? Yeah. I peed one time, uh, while running. I, it was very, very rainy. It was extraordinarily rainy. And I thought to myself, I was running and I thought to myself, you know what I can do now? I can just pee <laughs> and not stop like a horse. Does a horse stop? I don't know. I know they poop without stopping. And I was, and I'm I did not sure. It. I mean, maybe there's a range in horses behavior. Maybe, maybe they're like humans. Some can, some can't. I, I can't. Like I need to like- Have you tried? Stop. Yeah, I have. Wait, wait. While physically running. I'm, I'm saying, you don't understand. I didn't stop. I continued running and I peed. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm saying specifically, I need to like stop and pause and then there like needs to, yeah, like my brain. Wait, wait, but what's the context where you tried? Because I I gave you mine, mine's a rainstorm. This did really happen. It was quite difficult. It took like a half a mile of running before I could get it to come out. And I think it's because of this like psychological block you have from being taught not to pee in the bed, honestly. Yeah, I I think so too. I think it's mostly psychological. Yes. Um, Like I think that's what a urologist would say. What's the context in which you tried? Uh, it also the last time I tried, the last time I tried, yes, I was in North Carolina um, during like a really heavy rain. Okay, and I was kind of I was doing a run, and I like kind of cared about the time, and I was like, oh, like this would be like a time when this would be like a reasonable thing to try. Okay, um, so we did the same thing. It comes up in 
it comes up in triathlons pretty often, right? Because you're on the bike for hours and hours and hours. Huh. And then you're running for hours and hours and hours. And if you're like running for time, you know, like wasting for even 45 seconds is material. Interesting. Okay. Anyway, I think some people are better at this than others. Well, there's um, also a male female difference. Like that's the thing is like, is so as a man, you, yeah, you basically just said it would be impossible no matter how much money you were offered. You just physically can't do it. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, that's interesting. I mean, so obviously a woman can do it. There's no sort of blockage there. And it's just, I just, I don't know. I find it physically interesting. Like what, I, I don't know. It's just like an interesting physical behavior or experience. Yeah. I mean, I think she's doing like a parlor trick here. I'm, it's it, a couple things about this video of note. The first is it's in a bedroom that this is, it's, this is somewhat amateur. It's, it's not completely amateur. Like I can see the man's like penis and like scrotum are completely shaved. So that's not a thing that like, that's something I missed. Yeah. Uh, typically do. Um, but the background is, it looks like there's like a mop in the background or maybe uh, some dirty laundry. Like it's not, this isn't a, this isn't a professional setup either. And so. Does that ruin a porn for you if there's like a mop or dirty laundry in the background? Or you're just like, I can't beat off no, of this. No, no. I bring this clothes. up. I bring this up because. Yeah. Like, I guess like, like why does she think this is a thing that the audience wants to see? Oh, that okay. So that that comes to like the crux of this. That like it's not her, by the way. It's like the director. What? I mean, maybe it's amateur. Maybe it's is amateur. there a director? Whoever... I think it's these might be just these two people with a webcam. Okay, but they like they believe it because it is a thing people want to see. And I know this because look, squirting is like really really common. And actually, on the sex subreddit, you frequently see women asking for tips on how to squirt. Okay. And you're sort of like, okay, that's to me, that's like, it's like, hey, how, how can I have urinary incontinence, please? It's just like weird to me that they would ask that, but all right. Yeah. Um, and I think what I think it is, is it's that guys, guys want some sort of equivalent to the male ejaculation to come out of the woman. They want something to happen more than just, you know, moaning and some muscular contractions down there when the woman has an orgasm. They want something to happen. They want more. And women are like, all right. Well, we'll do this thing. That, admittedly, some women, it just happens, but most of the time, it's just somebody sort of play acting. And I think that's what's going on. And the thing I'd like to say to men is like, stop it. Like, it's just, this is not common. And these women are all that are, that are doing this in porn are just, they're just peeing. They're, they're so peeing for you. I've been with a couple women who squirt. Presumably, they're not doing this as an affectation. But maybe they maybe they are. Is that? Oh no, I think it happens. I think it happens. Okay. Sure. It, I mean, it probably didn't happen every time, and it might yeah. have had to well, do with how much she drank or whatever. They, yeah, and generally they were sort of embarrassed by it. Like it didn't sure. seem like something they really wanted to happen. Like it was, it, yeah. it seemed involuntary. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's embarrassing. Like I mean, it, yeah, it's embarrassing. Well, it makes a mess. Like you know, unlike this guy and this this woman, <laughs> we had not mastered it directly. <laughs> perfectly depositing in my mouth, nor is that something I would ever want to do. So, so you yeah, wouldn't like, want, you want a woman to, to do that to you? No, no thanks. Yeah. I, I can't get over the precision here. It's like a surgical strike. It is. Um, but uh, I don't remember what I was saying. Yeah, like I, I can't, I, I don't think they were doing it. Yeah, they no, were, no, they were embarrassed by it. I, I believe it was it was an involuntary thing. I agree with that. It's just that like it irritates me that it's become 
in it's become a meme. It's like performative now, right? It like is like a trope. like affectative, like practicing peeing in like extreme circumstances. Like let me right. let me go let me go sprint two hundred meters and see how quickly I can pee immediately after. Right, and in some level, I think it's like kind of misogynistic. It's like this thing where it's like women are being expected to do this thing that's not common, and they're and what winds up happening, and I wonder how much it happens like in the bedroom, like with say a 20 year old who just a dude who's watched a bunch of porn, you know, there's a lot of stuff that like 20 year old guys want women to do just from watching porn. This is a standard thing you read about. And I wonder if there are these girls that are having to like practice, you know, they're like, look, I already practiced deep throating. You know, I can do anal. I can, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I do all these things. They got this list of things they can do. And they're like, now I have to be able to pee. What's what's the next thing in the, in the sexually liberated playbook? Right. And it's like, and it's, and, and the thing about it is like, and this is a thing where I just don't know, but like from a guy's perspective, like the notion of, well, this is the thing is the notion of orgasming and peeing at the same time to a guy is like, you're just like, well, that must be really uncomfortable mm-hmm. because they're sort of opposite muscle motions for a guy, right? I mean, they feel sort of opposite, right? I mean, one is. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say the thing, the time this comes up the most is I wake up in the morning, I have morning wood, but I also really need to pee. And so. Oh, this is interesting. And then what you happens? Know, I, well, I go to the restroom and, you know, I have my erection and it's sort of a no, like I can pee oh. through like an, an erect penis, but it's a little bit annoying. I thought you were going to say that you would have some sort of race between the pee and your ejaculation. Right. Yeah. Right. I, no, it's not that. that. No, it's not that. It's not I don't that. think, I don't think like, okay, you know, so I make up, I wake up with my morning wood and like, sometimes I'll decide that I want to take care of that. Um, even though do you, and before you've peed, sometimes you're like, look, I know I need to pee. Does the, is, is that, is that, yeah. The first question. I mean, is that you sometimes beat off before you pee? I think so. Yes. And the, does having that full bladder, like, I mean, is that good? Does that make it better? I think having to pee a little bit probably makes orgasming quickly a little bit easier. Huh? Why, why do you think it just, it just like somehow. Know. I don't know. Maybe there's something about the blood flow down there, or or something. I'm not. I'm not actually sure. Yeah, I've never noticed that. But I, I yeah, I believe. I, and I too, I, I would say that my decision making there is purely some sort of like weird laziness. And the problem is, there's another problem, which is that like once you've started beating off, mm-hmm. if you go pee, you kind of have to start over. Yeah, I don't want to like pivot back and forth. Right. So I, you're kind of like once you started, you're like, I have damn to choose it. a path. I have to choose. Right. You know, I'm at a fork in the road, and yeah, and you're like, look, I've already easy. committed like seven minutes to this. Right. I can one finish. One goes up and one like, goes down. Like once you've made the call, you can't easily switch. That's it's. A, I think for a guy, it's a pragmatic thing. And thank God that like there aren't these weird things where women women are like, hey, uh, yeah, what I really want is for you to pee at the same time as you ejaculate. And you're like, oh what? My God. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's yeah. the situation women are put in in some ways. Maybe maybe it's no big deal for women. Maybe, but I just yeah. Oh, you know, it reminds me also of like waxing. There are all these things that women are sort of expected to do because of what men have seen. Maybe not expected. Maybe they want to. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. this just goes on the list, and it, it's this particular one I find kind of a bummer. Yeah, I guess there isn't really an analogy of like a thing a man is like sort of expected to do that he really wouldn't do, except that it's like performative for the woman and. Yeah, I have to think about that. Um, okay, let's move on to yeah. a- another topic. Okay, this one is okay. So this this person is wondering about favorite ways to extend sex. 
I was wondering what you guys' favorite ways to make sure sex lasts longer. Personally, my boyfriend tends to come pretty quickly and at the beginning. I ended up wanting and at the beginning I ended up wanting more, but the level of sensitivity made an immediate second round really uncomfortable. Over time we found ways to extend our sex sessions and now I end up pretty satisfied by the end. The favorite thing we do is when we stop going in and out, I just sit on his lap with his dick inside of me. He then plays with my clit while still in me, and he gets to feel me alternate between clenching and loosening as I twitch from the pleasure I get from him playing with me. It's hmm. kind of hot. I mean, does that, you see, wait, do you, is that, is that a thing you like? Well, I mean, it depends how much she can actually clench and loosen. I find clenching around the base of the cock sort of like it just doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not a great. It just doesn't matter. It's like, I, I, I think that it's overblown. It's like, anyway, go on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she finishes. Uh, it gives him control and a nice view and gives me lots and lots of pleasure, but it isn't so intense that it makes him come. All right. So, yeah, her strategy is to just slow down. <laughs> it's really inventive. Sure. Um, uh, some people in the comments talk about, it says, um, my wife and I do a lot of edging. Basically, when one of us gets the other close, we'll switch who is in control. It's so much fun and can make for a much longer party. <sighs> okay. Which How is interesting, much- which is interesting because that doesn't jibe well. It's like, it's like, what's the response from like the, I have 37 orgasms crowd on the female side. I mean, this is a woman who's edging. Why is she edging? Shouldn't she just be able to have a bunch of them? I mean, so anyway, whatever. There's some women that only have one. That's the point there. Yeah. I think I think there are women who have one and would prefer for the sexual encounter to end shortly thereafter. Um, oh, that's well, that's I think that happens. But I think, yeah, you know, like my uh, mm, suspicion aims more at the women who claim to have really large numbers in a short period of time. Yeah. Well, I had a partner who preferred one and done. I could, do you know, was do you this know the one you wrong? had to race uh, with? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it before. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Is, what do you think? Like, okay. What is the variance in like men's ability to last for a long time? Like, is there like actual massive differences there, which there could yes. be. Okay. Or is like, there's <laughs> sort of like a selfish component to it. Like, like I think anyone could just sort of like stop when they're about to come. Uh, oh, I don't think that's true. I mean, like it. Uh, I mean, there is a. I point. mean, there's a point of no return, yeah. obviously. Right. Okay. Right. But like, I can I can normally recognize when that's coming. Yeah, I mean, but there's a couple things. Like one is that like uh, a pretty common thing you read about. I don't think in my life. I mean, it's I I, th- I say that it's 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 primarily younger. You know, like teen guys. Maybe early twenties that have this happen more. I don't think I ever in my life had this experience more than. I mean, everybody I think it has happened occasionally, like where it's just for whatever reason, like you you need to finish quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I think they're like and the, the, re, the anyway, there are guys where it's like twenty seconds, and so you're like, oh, just stop, and he's like, well, wait a minute, you want me to stop after five seconds? Like, what, what's he supposed to do? Like, he just it it like the the curve goes up so quickly for him that almost anything that happens, it's gonna happen quickly, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Look. All right. I know that there's like huge variance in like my own ability to perform on that axis. Now that I was, I was thinking about this while you were talking, so 
For example, if I've had several orgasms recently, I'm probably less sensitive or it takes more to get me to the next one. Um, there's also like a condom makes a difference. You can get these like desensitizing lotions. I don't know if it's a lotion or a spray. Um, you could do things that enhance, like I think a cock ring, like causes like more blood flow and maybe more sensitivity. So there's, there's all that kind of stuff. I think you can also, <laughs> uh, how to say this? Okay. I think you can angle yourself in ways that, uh, cause like less friction. So for me, I think like the most sensitive part of my penis is like, you know, underneath toward the front. Is there like a name for that area? Yeah. The frontal limb. Okay. So the, the frontal limb, you can sort of control like how much friction it's, it's experiencing based on like your, your angle. So you well, can let, do let, So way. teach us here, like what are, what are, so when you say, I mean, you're saying change your angle, but let's, let's, uh, let's give our listeners some insights here. Like what <laughs> angles, what are the angles? Cause I think it's normal for a guy to have that part be the most sensitive, which is great. What, what are the angles that you find get you off faster? And what angles get you off slower? This would help women too, our women listeners, so they can know. Yeah, at, I mean, least, I, at least the women that are having sex with you okay. can know like what whether Keith's slowing down or speeding up. Well, for starters, I might not want them to know that, but uh, well, if it's secret, yeah, no, uh, it's not secret no. though. I actually, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking about it in my mind. I'm trying to think about what it is. But okay, all right. Let's say you are having. Uh, you're having like a cowgirl sex. She's on, she's on top of you. Okay. okay. She's, she's, she's facing you. This is cowgirl, not, not reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Okay. I can move, I can sort of shift my hips so that they're lower or, or higher. And lower or higher, you mean sort of down the bed or up the bed. If right. You're the bed. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And I'm actually not sure which one of those will increase uh, frenulum friction and which one will decrease. But one of them, I mean, you know, both of them have some sort of non-zero impact. And so you can sort of experiment yourself and see like which one. Uh, so you're saying that you, which you, one matters. You don't have, I mean, you're, you're, it's difficult for you to, I, I hear you about not knowing which one impacts what part of your cock the right yeah. certain way, but you're saying that you can't even remember, you can't really remember like which direction works. Right. Yeah. You have to, you have to be in the mo in the moment. We would have to do some sort of simulation. Like we'd have to put like a, we could get like a, a blow up doll and put it on top of you. And then maybe you'd remember then something, you know, something where you sort of put maybe. yourself in the, Although, yeah. you know, like, you know, like female anatomy is a little bit different from a blow up dolls. No, no. I wasn't suggesting you'd actually be having sex with it. I was just suggesting maybe if you got into the position, you could be like, oh, oh yeah, I, you know, I that I go down. Recall. Yeah. That. Right. Yeah. You could sort of lie down and you could sort of like angle your microphone over you. You know, yeah. 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 Maybe for next time. I mean, yeah, without getting into specifics, it's been a little while since I've had sex. And so, yeah, I can't remember this. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember where I put it. Uh, yeah. The... Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I mean, this general advice is, yeah, you could experiment with, with, you know, your, your positioning to try to reduce friction, but okay. Anyway, all right. So well, that's I was, all, I was actually well, asking you, Keith, let me, hang on. I was asking you this actually, because I don't find that. I don't find the angle matters very much. I find that depth matters more. Okay. That does matter for sure. Uh, well, to me, it's like matters a lot more. And, and then of course there's this whole thing where like, like your, and this, it makes some, it makes some sense to me, like in terms of the way nerves work or something. It's like the most sensitive part of your cock kind of moves around. 
So it's like if you if you yeah, you say, oh, the underside, the, the frontal limb is the most sensitive, fine. But if you sit there and stimulate it for a minute, you know, it actually something else might be more sensitive, right? It's like it's like you burn out those nerves. And so like, I think there's something where like you want to move around what you're doing. And I think like women kind of know this intuitively that like if they're blowing a guy and they do the same thing for too long, like the guy's cock will get a little bit softer. Like, oh, I need to like change what I'm doing, right? Yeah. I mean, like there's a whole constellation around like varying stimulation and, you know, trying different things and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I mean, okay. All right. But this but question is not actually about this. This is the opposite. This is some guy that's coming too soon, right? Yeah. Like I want to know if it's possible through like repeated edging, everything else being equal, can you like materially train yourself to last longer? So hang on. Let's just make sure that people know what edging is. Edging is where you I think a man or a woman, you get close, you get to the point where maybe, let's just talk as a man, your penis is sort of twitching a little or you feel like you're going to nut and then you back off. And yeah, you get as close as you can to, or, I mean, you get, you don't want to get as close as you can. You don't want to, you don't want to make a mistake there, but you get close to orgasming and then you pull back the stimulation. So you move away from right. that. Right. And like, and you read... This isn't something that I've spent a lot of time on in my life. Maybe as like a teenager, <laughs> it probably is. I'd have to think carefully, but it, not anytime recently. I read about this a fair amount online, and I always think to myself something like, you know, don't these guys have a hobby? Uh, it's a little gross, like the notion of a guy just sitting. And I've seen videos of guys doing this, and it just goes on and on. And you're like, man, like no one wants to see that. Yeah, and then I, I think mean, to myself, even... like, well, if you're optimizing your pleasure that much, like, why not just flip all the cards and like go? go do heroin. Like really? It's like if you're going to spend like four hours and people will say that, they'll make these claims about, yeah, man, I edged for six hours and then there'll be a video of their nut right after that. And it will be an impressive nut, but I'm always thinking, man, like couldn't you have used those six hours? Like you could have gotten a reasonable nut in 20 minutes, 15 minutes, and then spent like five hours and 45 minutes like I don't know, like volunteering somewhere or something. Like, did you really have to spend okay, six right. hours you're, doing you're, that? You're anyway. applying the like 80 20 rule here to, to edging. With, oh, with for 20, sure. With 20% of the edging, you can get 80% of the benefit. But there's also just like, it's kind of gross. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. The notion of men optimizing their pleasure like that, I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm hetero. Just, it just kind of grosses me out. I don't know. A woman yeah. doing it, on the other hand, let me think about that. I, I don't know. A woman might be more compelling, less common, probably. Like denying herself the release or something. Yeah, I just think that like, I don't think that's as common. I think women are more straightforward. Women don't sit around thinking, well, yeah, women are like, you know, having these normal thoughts and men are sitting there thinking, man, if I could just get my orgasm intensity to a 7.3, that's what I really need. And then yeah. they're, they're trying to All figure right. out how to I do still, it. Okay. I, I'm still not satisfied that you've answered my question here. My question is, could a dedicated trainer, trainee... A, a person who's dedicated to training himself, like a Padawan, make him <laughs> make himself last materially longer by like alternating his masturbation habits so that he's he's you know edging yes. all the time. I'm sure he could because he would learn to recognize better. I'm sure part of premature or premature is like not the word. People use some other word for it now because premature is like not politically correct, but premature ejaculation early. <laughs> Not, oh, you don't want to not, shame people for their premature. I think people medic. yell about that on the sex subreddit. Anyway, I think you're probably right. Um, yeah, I think people. So I think one of the difficulties, one of the challenges those people can have is they don't recognize the signals and before it's too late. And so I think you can become more attuned 
All right. Just can how any, it works. Can, can a man like over the age of 25, I mean, yeah, sure. If you're 14 and like. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. You're basically like, saying like, I feel who, like, who I really know, can't, I've, yeah. like I've, I've experienced all the signals hundreds. Th- wow. Yeah. Probably thousands of times. Um, More than that. Yeah. 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 That's a lot of semen. That's a lot of sperm. A lot of babies. Flushed. It is. It is. Anyway. Um, but yeah. So, I, you know, yeah. Like I feel like I know most of what there is to know about what it feels like right before I'm going to orgasm. Yeah. And you're saying like, given that, given being a, but, but you see, this is the thing. This is, I think, see, this is, it's sort of a tautology, right? It's, this is why this problem or issue or challenge diminishes, I think with age, partly it's probably because like you just become a little less sensitive, a little less horny. But secondly, I just think like, yeah, you start to learn this stuff. And so really like you're saying, oh, I'm not 14, but it's like, that's sort of the point, right? It's like, you have gone through this training this person asking this question probably is relatively young or inexperienced and is looking for, well, how do I get that training? And the answer is just beat off, son. <laughs> yeah. Get, get, get to work. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. To do it as much as possible. As much as oh, hell yeah. Possible. I mean, that's what all teenage boys do anyway. So I think so. Um, okay. I'm going to move on to our next topic here. Yeah. This one, uh, so the person removed the post, but, uh, Fortunately, we have removed it to, to resurrect it. Um, so this person says uh, her boyfriend is too fat to have sex. He's working on it, but to put it simply at his weight, it is very challenging to have sex. So we rarely do it successfully. I'm not breaking up with him. We've been together a long time, but trying to come up with solutions that don't make him make me resent him. There's only so much a Lilo can do. Help. What is what is a Lilo? How's it spelled? L-E-L-O. Urban. Don't know be too boring for our audience to figure it out. Yeah. Someone who wants to make it work with her boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this brings up like a few <laughs> things here. I want to be a little bit delicate. Um, what? Uh, okay. So, all right. You can be heavy enough. Say you're north of like 250 or maybe 300 pounds. Is this a man like, or a woman? This is a man. Okay. Where, no, no. I mean, say for your example, is it a man or a woman? Because that matters a lot. Like a, a he- like in my, okay, I don't have a lot of experience with weight issues generally from myself or from a female partner. Yeah. But um, my impression from what I've seen uh, and cannot unsee from porn is that having an overweight woman matters a little less than an overweight man. That's why it matters. A in terms bit. of the, in terms of the physical mechanics of having yes. sex, yes, yes. Like they're like they're. The reality is that like, in almost any situation. Oh God, this is a little rough. But in almost any situation, the doggy style position is going to work with a woman. Hmm. It, from what I've seen online, from sense. my various investigations. Now, a man. The problem is like, men put on weight typically, not all, but men typically put on weight in their stomach, and the problem is like that actually begins to interfere with your penis, right? Yeah, like occludes it. it, it. Yeah. Okay, but you can still lift your gut up, right? Or maybe that's not like a sustainable long, you know, thing to do for a sex session. I just think it becomes challenging, right? It's like, it's not, it's it's uh, it's because you're expecting, you know, there's issues. Like, I mean, it's a little bit aerobic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, my, my impression is generally like that being heavy can sort of suppress sex drive, can make it sort of more complicated for a guy. Okay. Yeah. So this this dovetails into like a slightly different topic. Do you think that overweight people 
are like, okay, I don't find overweight people to be particularly sexually attractive. Do overweight people feel the same way about that? Or, or does something change in their brain chemistry where they don't mind it as much in a partner? You're asking why, why does one somewhat, although it's not, but what you, you might have the impression that an overweight person often as a partner is also overweight. That's where, that's where this is coming from, right? Is it what? Uh, that an overweight person has a yeah. partner that is also overweight, which yeah. is not always true actually, but, but okay. You know, it's somewhat, it, it happens. I don't think that it changes the standard of attractiveness. I just think that okay. it's like people. Yeah, I don't think it would either. So, but that's, doesn't that mean that like both partners are pretty likely to not be that attracted to their partner? I mean, I think that like it's, you know, people can have attractiveness that's beyond skin deep. But in terms of like just pure physicality, I don't think it's particularly likely that it changes your brain to make you think that say an obese person is physically attractive. That seems unlikely yeah. to me. But like, you know, you might value other things, right? Yeah. Still, that kind of sucks. Um, well, it depends. I mean, but if you yourself are in that situation, then you have to ask, well, I mean, I don't know. It might suck. It might not. It might, you know, you have a commonality on some level. I, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Uh, but sure, you definitely run across on the sex subreddit somewhat frequently these things where people will, well, I mean, there's like, there's like the people who have difficulty having sex because of weight. So you see that. Then you well, also will see people- there's a mechanical issue, but then there's also like a, like attractiveness issue and like libido issue, right? So I'm talking like, about the mechanic, mechanical issue. But I mean, these are all issues, right? Like the heavier you are, like probably your sex hormones sort of diminish maybe. Um, there's the mechanical issue and then there's like the physical attractiveness to each other issue. And like- all three of those, I think, could be kind of rough. Yeah, I have, a, I, for whatever reason, well, I don't know. I was going to say that I could see the man having it suppressed more than the woman from weight, but I don't know if that's true because the woman might not feel attractive. It's just tricky. It's tricky. But it's it, generally, my bias is that weight on a woman is like a little bit more normal than on a man. Uh, when I say normal, I mean like biologically normal because women gain weight for pregnancy you know, they have higher body fats to begin with. And so like, I just feel like that might be less impactful, uh, below a certain threshold, obviously. Whereas for a man, like it's, I suspect that it's like somewhat quickly impactful. I don't know though. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's move on. All right. So this person says they get sleepy during foreplay. Uh, not after orgasms. I do get sleepy after those two sometimes because I don't orgasm during foreplay. I orgasm during sex. But while getting touched, I sometimes relax too much. Skin it's a woman, skin, right? Yeah. Skin-to-skin -skin contact, I have 25 female noticed, has a bit of tranquilizing effect on me contrary to what people seem to experience. How to deal. So somebody suggests that there, there's some sort of chemical release in your brain. I don't know if it's serotonin or dopamine, but there's some sort of chemical release and that might be causing fatigue. I just think like the, my, like my, the, the, if the problem is like, you can't, you, these things are like really hard to look into without, or think about in some ways without like immediately being politically incorrect. But like my, my take on this is she's not aroused. Yeah. Like arousal, like think about the word arousal, arousal. I, I was aroused from my sleep. Like arousal is the opposite of fatigue, right? And so it's like, and then she says, and, and also for me, like a, 
thing that jumps out at me is like, uh, oh, I don't orgasm from foreplay. I orgasm from sex. Well, you know, most women, maybe the uh, vast majority of women do orgasm from some kind of foreplay. It could be penetrative foreplay, but it's, you know, I mean, it's there, there's look, people masturbate and there's like foreplay simulates masturbation, right? It's, you know, so and then intercourse is sort of different. And so it's like when she says that, I start to think, well, wait a minute, like you don't, you quote unquote, don't orgasm for foreplay. Well, are you orgasming at all? Like, are you, or are you just not aroused? And so you're just, yeah, you're just like falling asleep because yeah, it feels nice to be caressed, but you're just not aroused. I don't, what's your thought? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she says, I even kind of, this isn't a comment. I even kind of like it when doctors touch and poke me, it feels oddly calming. Oh, I love that. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. There may be like a, there may be a fetish there or something. I totally agree with that. I had my, uh eyes checked recently and like anytime I have like a doctor do that stuff have, I don't know if we've discussed this on the podcast before but like anytime I have like I'm checked now obviously if they're checking you because they're like checking you for cancer or something that'd be very different I'm having I'm talking normal routine checkups where it's like you expect everything to be fine and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. and so they're just sort of poking and prodding your body or with your eyes they're just like oh you know place your chin here let me touch your eyelid there I find all that like hyper calming well I think the doctors I think good doctors try to affect a you know behavior pattern that makes people yeah but i think like i think i may have like a hypertension i think i may have some sort of like fetish or something around it because like it's it's tranquilizing to me it's like more than just like oh yeah i feel calm it's like it's like i'm like is it arousing in any way like is there any sexual component to it well i mean one i've wondered that before whether like that could somehow there could be a connection there um not in my experience but it's purely like uh yeah it's just it's like it's yeah, it's like hypnotizing. That's a good word. It's like hypnotizing. And like I could you're sort of like, oh man, I wish this could go on twice as long. Yeah. Like just keep keep checking my eyes, keep showing me letters. <laughs> yeah. I I think I feel yeah, I think I, I I feel the same way. But yeah, there's no Do you? There's no well, yeah, there's no sexual component to it though. No. It's just it's like relaxing to be sort of I don't know, maybe it maybe it's like that. I'm I being... find it like extremely relaxing to the point where like it 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 feels like it's tickling something in my brain that's adjacent to sexual yeah. arousal. It's not, but it's like yeah. close. Tranquilizing was a good word. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Which is like um, I, I've always I've always by the way when I've I've maybe ten times or fewer in my life gotten massages, and I generally you know you go in and I say I want to. You, first of all, you one time I got a guy. I don't know if you have you ever had a male masseuse. <laughs> I I have. I think I've had more massages in my life than you. Okay. So you, you know, generally, as I learned, you can, um, you can basically tell them you want a female masseuse and it's not a big deal. I know. At least so in the U.S. Just quickly to interject, I know someone who worked at a spa and she told me that like 90 whatever percent of the time people prefer the opposite sex to massage them. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it, when I had a man, it was fine. And, and actually, I think his hands were sort of stronger. So there are probably some positives. Right. I mean, you but- can make an argument that, that men might be able to do a more capable job because right. I don't know, they understand your anatomy better and they have stronger hands. But actually given your preponderance or your uh, higher level of experience with this, maybe you can answer this question. Like I've often thought, of course, with COVID, I can't, I guess, I mean, there's probably no safe way to get a massage right now, but every time I go in, like I'll say, Hey, I, I go, I do running. So I, you know, got some tight muscles and they always just injure me. They just go after me, which is fine. 
And I, yeah. it may be good for me. I'm not sure. But what I yeah. actually want, and I wonder if there's words I could say to them that gets this, what I actually want is them to give me a massage that like puts me into that tranquilized state for like an hour and a half. Like, is there a thing right. you can say? Is there like a- Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like sports massage is often too aggressive. Like I think- wrong, the, yeah. The increased blood flow is good. I think for certain kinds of injuries, like really aggressive massage could like help break up scar tissue. But- yeah, this thing where like I leave more sore than I than I entered is. Yeah, but you understand that's it's not. I'm not trying to get that. I'm trying. I'm not trying to get away from the soreness or the whatever. Like I, I don't. That can. I don't. I don't know whether that helps or not. But I'm trying to get something that's essentially a ple- a pleasure massage. <laughs> is there a thing that you say to a masseuse to be like, look, I just want you to like. <laughs> I want this to be like, yeah, the the moral equivalent of like uh, the doctor or I guess some sort of like prostitution experience without without yeah, any I, sex. I, I just mean, want to be pleased for an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean, this is not super interesting content, but yeah, I mean, the 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 key, as with many things, physical is to just communicate what you want. And All right. I mean, so there's massages are expensive. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, I mean, look, a lot of places have like various menus. So you try to pick the thing the you know, the kind of massage that looks closest to what you want. And then you get right. feedback as you're Maybe going a through. relaxation massage or something. Yeah. Um, okay. So, all right, we're, we're getting, we've got like maybe 15 minutes left here. Maybe yeah. it's time to do fecal manners. And I'm not sure. Well, I think we are going to get into. I think it's going to start okay, and then it might deteriorate a bit. This one doesn't have to be. It's the reason we put it in the the at the end of the the our little mental spreadsheet here is because yeah, it's yeah. um it's it involves a thing going into an anus. Uh, not we know that we've had in the past more graphic content than that, but this is less graphic. But anyway, it still re- involves that, so that's where we are. Yeah, I still want to, and I want to read that guy's comment, and I haven't read it yet, so. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So um, this person says, I pegged my sugar daddy. Uh, Yeah, I said it. I pegged my sugar daddy. It was the first time I've ever done it. It was an interesting and intimate experience. I brought it up and he said, yes, whatever I want to try. That's all. Big smiley face. It's, It's a smiley face with like, you know, you can see the teeth. Now, importantly, this was on the sugar lifestyle forum subreddit, which is one I'm not a sugar daddy. I guess I could demographically I could be, but I'm not. I don't have any interest in it, but, but, but I'm interested. I'm interested in it. I'm not interested in it for my own life, but I'm interested in it for, um, for uh, as a, just a just a thing to study and understand about human behavior. So this is a forum where where older men say above forty, maybe, and younger women, much younger women, say under certainly under thirty, I think, although maybe up to thirty five, um, kind of, you know, they do the sugar daddy, sugar baby thing, and this is where people talk about it, right? So it's a yeah, forum yeah, we, we uh, frequent. The women typically skew toward early 20s. Um, I'm sure they're going to be the most successful anyway, yeah. Why would someone want to... Well, okay. All right. So this person enjoys having... I mean, does everyone know what pegging is? Pegging is when the 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 female... Or I guess it could be a man, but a man would have a penis, so he probably wouldn't... Yeah, that's just sex. Really need yeah. to peg. But uh, the girl wears a strap-on dildo and then, well, I actually, do they even, does it have to be a strap-on? Can she just do it with her hand? Can she just use the dildo with her hand? Does that count as pegging? I don't think that counts. I think that, I think the important, I think that what men want is, oh God, 
I think what men want, I just, I sort of understand on some level, but it's just like whatever. And what men want is they want to have somebody, they basically, what men want is to basically try, I think, or like have the experience of sex with a guy. So they want someone to grab their hips, stick something in there. I mean, kind of have look, it be I, like that. They don't want something that they want the full, the full Monty. I have never been pegged. Um, and so, I don't know what it feels like to have a dildo in my anus, but I think some, some people would argue that it doesn't necessarily like people can enjoy prostate play without being gay. Oh yeah. 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 No, I'm not. I, I, I'm sorry. I did not mean to imply that it's, that it makes people gay. In fact, I think there's, there, there are two specific behaviors that men have that I think are I really genuinely believe are not gay behaviors. I think this is something that would get argument from some people that we talk to. Um one of them is there's this thing that guys have where they like, oh maybe this one is sort of gay. But the one of them that you see a lot is this thing where guys like don't want to they don't want to ha- have anything to do with another guy but they want to give a blow. This is a thing you see. Okay, so this is like the glory hole fantasy. And the other one is this pegging thing. And I just I like I think it involves it's not exactly gay because they don't want to like go to a bar and have drinks with a guy and make out in the back room. They just want to have sex with a penis. And I think that like I think you almost it's like that's I think that is truly a different category importantly because I just don't think it does not mean that you in any way want to have a relationship with a man. You're not gay in any sense. You're never going to marry a man or anything. Do you think if you enjoy prostate play, which is to say yeah, do you think that a penis is better than a dildo in terms of like uh, the pleasure it can deliver? I think so. I mean, women say it is. Like, I think that there. I think there are two. A penis is better than a, a dildo if they're having anal sex. Well, I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure you just said that last bit was a doozy. I'm not sure that I've read or encountered a female opinion specifically on female receptive anal sex dildo versus penis, but in general for sex with a woman, the penis is better in two I guess two or three respects. One is that it's attached to a guy so it moves in a sort of natural way. You can simulate that with a strap-on, although in my experience from watching women with strap-ons in porn, like I don't think they it's clearly not a man doing the action. Like yeah. their, their hips yeah, don't yeah, work yeah. the same way or something. Yeah. Sure. Secondly, uh, there's the shape and sort of warmth and stuff like that that, like I think, women claim is better. And then thirdly, I think that there is a substantial thrill that women and maybe men, actually, I, I'd say certainly men, get out of the fact that a penis can ejaculate. And so, like, so like I would imagine that if you are a guy who likes being pegged. Gosh, I'm guessing, although this is, I'm having to sort of think about this purely philosophically, but I was going to say, I imagine that it's a little bit of a letdown that she can't act, that the woman can't actually orgasm from what she's doing to you. Does that make sense? Like, I think that like the ultimate fantasy is a woman pegging you. This is why I think transsexuals are compelling to guys, like pegging you and then actually she gets off on it. I think that like, that's even like another level. And so I think those are three independent ways. That I mean, is better. I, I, I think that would apply to a man. It's sort of interesting to like frame, like, yeah, like what constitutes homosexuality in this context. Like, if a penis is a significantly more compelling device to be delivered prostate play with, <laughs> yeah, like, is that is that gay? Like, maybe it's just maybe it's just true that it's it's a better 
it's a better experience for prostate I don't, play. Yeah, I don't see you're saying prostate play, but I don't think that's right because the because I think that if a guy was okay, I think that if a guy was purely interested in that, he would want to try something where he lies on his back. Like there's this guy that makes that his he and his wife or girlfriend whatever make porns, amateur porns, amateur-ish. They're closer to professional than some stuff. And one of their standard tropes is she like beats him off while sticking her finger up his butt, right? Okay. So you'd do something like that if you wanted prostate play, maybe with, you know, maybe your finger's not long enough, you get Yeah, but but what toy. I'm saying is this like, is yeah, not like... that. Okay. This is you are now adopting the doggy style position typically. Mm-hmm. With her behind you, you can't see her. <laughs> right. It just feels a lot more. This is not prostate play. This is I want to know what it's like to have sex with a man. I mean, I don't know. Like I haven't experimented with prostate play, so I don't know if it's the case that certain things feel like way, way, way better than others. Like you know, maybe there's a big difference between, no. uh, you know, your girlfriend's like timid pinky and her. You know, just strapping on this huge strap on. Well, no, hang on, hang on, because there's a middle ground there. So, if <laughs> strapping on a huge strap on, Jesus. But no, like, <laughs> look, there's a middle ground there, which is she's holding, say, a vibrating dildo or something, right? And mm-hmm. this is the thing is like women consistently, it's, it's pretty consistent that a woman will say, look, a man's fingers in her vagina are more, they can just be more uh, dexterous than a penis. The penis has psychological dimensions. It has a certain shape, warmth, and so yeah. forth. But like the reality is if you're going for – like prostate play is like, hey, I want you to stimulate this thing, which is sort of analogous in my mind to like a G-spot kind of thing. That's – the fingers are, or maybe a dildo that she's doing with her hand is – once you go to a strap-on, like you have actually – actually the amount of specificity and precision actually goes quite a bit down, right? So I just don't think it can be that. I think what he wants is to have his hips grabbed you know, and feel someone back there, you know, really giving it to him. I think that's what this is about. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, I mean, honestly, it sort of makes sense to me. Like I'm not, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's a I don't know negative. I don't know what's going on in the case of this sugar daddy. Like I suspect he has some unexplored, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. You, were you going to say unexplored gay thing? I don't know. Because I, I disagree know. with that. I like this, I, I consistently may or may see not. these guys. He may or may not. I uh, yeah. here's what I'm here's like what I'm like sort of what's piqued my intellectual curiosity here is, yeah, like what, like if you enjoy prostate play, can can you be adequately, can you can you adequately scratch that itch with a woman using her fingers or a dildo? Yes. Okay, so a penis doesn't make it. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh, a penis doesn't yeah, no. make it better. There's, 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 there's a, there is no material difference between a penis and anything that a woman can do. Pretty much. I mean, like I said, you can go back to the analogy of what a woman, ex- what women say, and they will say that the penis is has a certain shape and so forth. But really, look, let's be honest here. Most of the difference for a woman between having a dildo and the penis is the fact that it's attached to the guy, the way that the motion happens, the fact that the guy is experiencing pleasure from what is happening, and then his orgasm. Like That's really what it's all about. And if you removed all that, like if you were like, oh, you're going to have sex with a man, it's going to be a penis, but he's going to be stone-faced, 
or like it's going to be it's going to be through a glory hole. So you're going to put your vagina against the glory, yeah. glory hole, and he's and he's going to be stone faced. You will hear no sounds. I think a woman would say that is no different than a dildo. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's a comment on this thread though that was pretty good that I think you should get to. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll I guess I'll read this. It's lengthy, but this well, wait, guy... maybe you could uh, maybe you could uh, jump around and kind of give people the the sense of it. I feel like it's the it's the buildup that really. All right, I'm go ahead. I'm going to read it. It's worth right. it. It's okay. worth it. Let's do it. All right. So this guy says, I'm into prostate play and have been pegged once. Hot, in quotes, he says. Once I figured out what spots to hit and the overall pleasure, I no longer fap without prostate play. Fap means masturbate for the uninitiated. Below is a normal night of prostate play. All right. Here we go. My normal night is after the gym at around seven o'clock, eat slash get a drink slash smoke some weed. Hit my hot tub, which helps me relax. This guy self-identifies as a sugar daddy, by the way. So that's that's why he has a hot tub. Drink a couple of bourbons while in the hot tub and a couple more bong hits. I'll normally put porn on a TV I have set up for my hot tub and watch a couple of PMV videos to get in the mood. What's PMV? Maybe he means- He got me, which is really hard to do. He's got me though. I, yeah. Maybe he means penis and vagina. PIV would make sense. Anyway, M is not close to I on the keyboard. M is not close to the I, yeah. yeah. This usually leads to me getting hard and pleasuring myself a bit with the jets and a little hand action. I then get out of the tub once I am t- Go ahead. How do you pleasure yourself as a man with the jets in a hot tub? Is it up his butt? Ooh. Anyway, the, I think yeah. I have not read this comment, so maybe that maybe maybe your question will be answered later. Okay, yeah, yeah. I then get out of the tub once I am too hot, usually 30 to 45 minutes, go to my family room where I have my toys already set up, smoke another bong hit, and then put porn on. I normally put on porn compilations with EDM music playing in the background. For me, the PMV yeah, type porn is best in my current mindset of being very stoned and relaxed. Okay, now we're getting into it. Here we go. All right. My setup is as follows. I put a folded up blanket under me in my couch recliner and then sit on the blanket. I usually will have a fleshlight. Uh, I will usually have a flesh skin and a flesh light. Yeah, that's a flesh skin, Keith. And I have no idea what that is. I don't either. know. This guy, this guy, this guy is like the, this, this guy's guy is. the fucking nightmare of like women. Like no, like, <laughs> like this is it. This is the, this is, I think the thing that women are afraid of that a man will be doing is he's just, his entire just life like throwing money His entire like house is set up to like, yeah, just around uh, beating off his entire life. He's just, his whole house is just a beat off palace. Like it's just, this is terrible. Like a woman, can you imagine walking, a woman walking into a house and just seeing all these accoutrements to set up? He has, to, he has TVs at four angles in every room. And oh my God. Room. Just like all these like little, oh my God. Okay. The all specificity right, so is crazy. He says, I usually will have a flesh skin and a fleshlight I will use. Then I will angle the Hugo. Hugo must be some other sex toy at the entrance and lower my ass onto it. This does a couple of things. It allows me to this. It allows me to insert the toy little by little as the pleasure increases instead of jamming it in all at once. Okay, I like tip. the use of jamming in. I appreciate that. <laughs> right, right, right. As I'm doing this, I will usually start fapping. For me, there is a direct a direct connection between fapping and prostate pleasure. The blanket helps hold it in place so the toy doesn't slip away. I will usually push it outwards during P waves and contractions. So finding a place where it is firmly in after a couple of minutes is key. (laughs) I can change pressure and how far it is in by reclining or moving my recliner upwards. This is a special recliner too. It's probably $3,000. This also helps me hold it a place when I orgasm. 
as usually my muscles in my ass contract so hard the toy will come out during my orgasm if it is not firmly in place. By the way, Keith, I guarantee you, whenever you go to an Airbnb and you stay somewhere, I guarantee you, like the night before this guy was there. (laughs) Unbelievable. I mean, it's completely defiled. You're sitting Um, sitting on the recliner and there's some guy the day before with his P waves and it's... (laughs) One other thing is my legs usually are pushing straight down on the recliner, usually forcing the toy upwards deeper in me. What happens during a session is usually my legs will start a rhythm of pushing down, forcing the Hugo deeper into my ass in concert with P waves. I'm almost done here. Hitting different angles also changes pleasure by raising my legs up and down. One leg will be pulled up to my chest and then I will angle the other leg to one side. I've never had success. I've never had success. I, I feel like this guy has tried masturbation 10,000 different ways. So he's yeah. truly a connoisseur. I've never had success laying on my side or on my stomach. I can't keep the Hugo in. It slips out during contractions and P waves. Yeah. So I like, so to the women or woman or whoever it was that said we were too clinical in describing a porn. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we, could. we are, we are like, honestly, like you don't understand, like we're kind of in the middle of men. This is this is there are there are guys like this out there, and it's not that uncommon. This guy has a spreadsheet for every masturbation uh, t- yes. uh, session he's had for the last fifty years. Yes, and he's yes he has a little knob he turns during the orgasm to to get a, like a little chart of the quality of it as he's ejaculating. <sighs> this is yeah yeah I'm sure he has scores rating each orgasm. Yeah, I believe I believe every word of this. By the way, like I don't think this. It, it sounds, it reads like maybe somebody who's just like kidding around, but I don't think so. I think this is. I think this really happens. Yeah, I just believe it. Like knowing, being too- a man myself and knowing men generally, I, I totally believe this. Yeah, I think this is like an eccentric sixty-five-year-old, probably single. Well, he's a sugar daddy. So he self-identifies as a sugar daddy. So, yeah. Um, well, we managed not to. We managed to avoid fecal matters. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, and, and I have to say like, I mean, I, well, anyway, this guy uh, nimbly avoids this, the question we were discussing of whether like a guy like this would rather, instead of Hugo, I assume Hugo's a toy and not a person. If Hugo is a yeah, person, yeah, then he's yeah, already no, no, with no, a man, no, 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 no. but let's assume it's a toy. He's, he's nimbly avoiding this, the, the question of like, would he rather just have sex with a man? But I do think, I don't know. I do think that a lot in a lot of cases, that's the the strap on thing. That's what lies at the core of it. And I don't, I, a, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I don't think it makes you gay. Like, I think it's just there. Yeah. They're guys that look guys, uh, guys like to try lots of different stuff. So, yeah. It, it doesn't make you, yeah, it doesn't make you gay, but there's something it makes you, we just need a different word for it. It makes you something. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Who knows what this is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Hugo is a remote controlled, prostate massager it's it's like uh right yeah it's is it fully internal like can you stick it all the way in and then control it is it got a wire or is it bluetooth or what there's two Maybe we could okay. get them to sponsor us there's a you insert <laughs> it you insert it and then there's another thing that sort of like extends toward your scrotum and i think that maybe maybe you can actually use this to pinch to help I think it's probably just to avoid it getting stuck. Maybe. Yeah. Well, now it looks like there's another motor there. Oh, Jesus. There's two vibrating motors, one in the tip and one in the base. Yeah. Yeah. So can, okay, anyway. Uh, I think for, Yeah, I mean, maybe you should try it, Keith. I don't... I don't want to. I don't Me want... <laughs> I don't want to know... 
Like I, I look, I am, I am comfortable enough in my sexuality to admit, I don't know how I would react to prostate play, but I don't really want to like cultivate a taste for it. It's like cultivating a taste for like some like really expensive wine or food. Like, like what's the benefit? Like you, now you, now, now you're maybe, maybe you find out you really like it and your life is sort of ruined. I don't have that fear. I'm pretty sure I, I wouldn't, I don't know. That doesn't, maybe I'm just a, don't have enough. Look, someone could try Imagination. to persuade me. No, no, it's not that. I just don't. I, I was going to say I don't have like the the right set of neurons in the area or something. It just isn't something that like seems to me like it would work very well. Um, but in and also like every time, like literally every time, genuinely every time I've read some guy describing his prostate stuff like this, it just grosses me out. Like it's always it's funny, but at the same time you're like, man, like what's I, I look? There's I always think to myself, and I probably shouldn't. I think what's wrong with this person? Like what are you doing? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's the case. I mean, Mike, maybe it's the case that it is. It's freaking awesome. And we just don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that are awesome. I mean, you could like, yeah, I mean, it's like, why not just go and start taking heroin? I mean, I'm sure there are things that are better than that. So it's like, why not? You know, if you're going to start doing kind of nutty things, like there's, there are a number of options. If you're going to denormalize yourself, why not go whole hog? Right. And I, and I, you know, like I, I know, like I've read you know, there's this debate about like, can you get fecal incontinence and stuff from it? And people say, oh no, you can't. But I, I think you can. <laughs> it's something I would worry about. Like, it's like, yeah, I mean, you need a 20 year longitudinal up. study between people who do this all the time. More than 20 years. I mean, when you're 80, you don't want to just be crapping yourself. And like, I just don't know like how that works. Okay. There it is. We finally got to fecal matters. All right. All right. So um, that'll do it for episode 20 of your mileage may vary. Uh, I've already implored you to give us some feedback. We pay $10 if you do. Please give us some feedback. Uh, the email address is ymmvpod at gmail.com. Thanks for well, listening. If, money, if money's not your thing, we could just make fun of you. You could tell us your sexual habits and we'll make fun of them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever, whatever is valuable to you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And we look forward to having you back for our next episode. <laughs>